welcome to the podcast, The Road to Restoration. I'm Pastor Sergio Delabora. And if you're just joining us, this podcast is going to help people get restored, stay in the Thank you so much. It's always good to be with you, Pastor Sergio. And uh, what a great, great time we've been having on your podcasts. And today, Pastor Ben, I want to continue to dive into the conversation that we were talking about um, in our last podcast about performance mm-hmm. and about doing and putting out versus being the person that is it, not just one that's about it. And there's a verse of scripture I want to. Uh, start with it's Proverbs chapter 25 verse 28 it says whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls Mm -hmm. so whoever has no rule over his own spirit so if if your spiritual life doesn't have boundaries it doesn't have strength and if you don't have discipline spiritual disciplines the Bible teaches that it it equates to having a to, to a city whose walls are broken down. And we know that uh, cities were protected by the walls around the city. So I want to talk today about what breaks down the wall uh, in a person's life. Mm -hmm. Because I think there's a lot of people whose walls have been broken down and they don't even realize it. Yeah, and I think it's important for us because you said... um, you were performing. If you didn't hear the last podcast, Pastor Sergio was talking about he got to the point where he was performing and, uh, you know, you were doing, 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 and you left being. And so that's important for us to note, Pastor Sergio, because so many of us could go from, okay, now you were preaching. That's doing, right? You're on the stage. That's doing. You're writing books. That's doing. And in fact, some of the doing, if not a lot of the doing, was good. It was good, but it was replacing something. It was replacing something that was really important, and that is identity, and that is being. Can you explain why you were doing so much, right, and it was actually not beneficial to you? Um, I realized I had this illustration made to help me understand this. Is Think of a, a, a triangle mm-hmm. on one side, is a doing the right side is knowing but the bottom is being i was so lopsided mm-hmm. i was doing so much mm-hmm. growing the church growing the family doing all the good things i was learning a lot i was learning how to write how to preach how to write books so i was doing and i was knowing my biblical premise was growing my spiritual output was going, growing, but I realized something that just because I'm doing a lot, mm-hmm. just because I know a lot, doesn't mean I'm being. My being is growing, which mm-hmm. is the foundation. Mm-hmm. So you focus on doing and knowing, it doesn't necessarily mean that it translates to being. And that is what I realized happened to me. Mm-hmm. I thought that if I would do more, I would be more. If I knew more, I would be more. But I realized my being is not just linked to your doing and knowing. It's linked to what you are becoming. Mm -hmm. 
And it's the result of living. Am I going to live my morals, values, and beliefs? Mm-hmm. And I realized that the culture around me at the foundational level was not consistent with what I was preaching. Because mm-hmm. I realized culture is the result of behaviors and beliefs. Tell me what you believe, and if your behaviors reflect your beliefs, that creates positive culture. Well, I believed a lot of good things in my knowing. I was doing a lot of good things, mm-hmm. but I wasn't becoming them. Right. What does that mean? That means my boundary lines. Mm-hmm. I didn't have healthy boundaries, mm-hmm. whether it was with my family, whether it was with uh, people in the ministry. Right. And those boundary lines started getting blurry. Blurry. And because you're the one in, with, with, with the responsibility, you're the one that carries uh, the front position, it's very easy to move those boundary lines mm-hmm. because, in essence, only I know if those boundary lines are clear. Mm-hmm. And, and let me go off what you just said because you cannot correct your own vision. Recently, I went in to get my eyes checked, and you all have done this. You go to the optometrist, and then you sit in that chair, and they put that thing in front of you, and they say, is this better, or is this better? So that they, they, they're helping me see more clearly. The issue is, is when you are trying to do it by yourself, yeah. in secrecy, not telling anybody, your vision, which we know, right, uh, where there is no vision that people cast off restraint, right? We start living our own way, doing our own thing. Talk to us because when you're trying to correct something by yourself. Pastor Sergio, we we do know, both of us now, even more so, right? You can't correct things by yourself. I think what happens with success, (laughs) and with my situation in particular, this is no one else's, this is my journey, Mm -hmm. is that success offered me a perspective and an opinion that you start determining who could speak into that opinion, into that perspective, based on the person's success that is talking to you. Mm-hmm. Or based on if the person understands your cultural, relational context. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you have every reason why you don't have to listen to these people anymore because you look at your life, you look at your successes, you look at what you've accomplished, and you say, how can you tell me? Wow. Mm-hmm. You get to the point where you become blinded by your own success. Okay, so stop. This is so good. Because we all, for this terminology, blind spots. We all have blind spots. On your car, there's a blind spot. So what you're telling me, Sergio, is that for yourself, you see, you can't speak for anybody else, but you got to the point where, would it be safe to say, that nobody at that time could speak into your blind spot because of maybe some of the things that you laid out. Yes. I genuinely got to the point wow. where I didn't want anyone to speak into my blind spot. I didn't. I was too scared for someone to speak into my blind spot. Even good friends like yourself mm-hmm. tried to tell me, Serge, you're going too fast. <laughs> you're preaching across the nations. Around the world. I mean, there was this one time you called me out. I was in Australia <laughs> in the morning having breakfast. I was in United States having lunch. And then I was in Colombia having dinner. 
And you're like, Serge, what are you doing? It's like, come on. And in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm advancing the kingdom. No, mm. Serge, you got to slow down. Yeah. And the enemy will give you every good reason why you shouldn't slow down. Mm-hmm. Right. And I realized I stopped listening to the voices that God assigned to me mm-hmm. to help me. Yeah. That's so hard to say. Mm. Because when you're in charge and you're leading and you're having results and there is um, an obvious strength to who you are, it is so easy to think, I've got this. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to Peter. Right. Jesus said to Peter, Peter, um, you're going to deny me three times, but after you deny me and you repent, and you turn back to me, strengthen your brothers. And Peter's response was, oh, no, Lord, not me. I mean, how do you tell Jesus that the prophetic word, the word of knowledge that he has over your life is not true? Like, no, no, Jesus, far be it from me. And he's like, really? I already saw it happening. I think that was Jesus's opportunity to tell Peter, Peter, you can repent right now. Right. But Peter's pride would not even let him hear Jesus. Right. I realized after in this process of restoration, when I studied that, that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. God was warning me through my friends, right. was warning me through my family, was warning me. But in the pride of, I can do this, mm-hmm. I just couldn't hear it. And that's why I'm saying this today, because if you're listening and, and you're an isolated leader and no one can tell you no, no one can tell you you're wrong. Or better yet, let me say this. If you don't have anyone that you confess your darkest secrets to, you're in danger. Danger. If you cannot confess your darkest secrets to your spouse, if you cannot confess your darkest secrets to your pastor, if you cannot confess your darkest secrets to the people who supposedly you say have your back, you're in danger. And that is so good because, first of all, thank you so much for, for being honest and transparent. I, I don't think people understand how difficult this is, even though you've been through the process. And you said something, Sergio, and, and you said this. You said, who do you have in your life that could tell you no? I have this saying that, that uh, you know I believe God gave to me, and it's this. The test is never in the yes. The test is always in the no. When God tells you no. And people say, how does God tell you no? And you said it so beautifully. You had friends, family, other people wanting to speak. Listen to us. God is not just going to like show up in your bedroom in some, some like vision. Jesus is not coming himself. He uses people that love you, that care for you. And Sergio, thank you so much for sharing that. Remember when I told you, hey, Pastor Ben, should launch this podcast remember last june and what did i say you said no no and then i came back to you in september hey what do you think about launching in the fall no no you're not ready (laughs) here we are in 2022 in february and you're like yeah i think you're ready when you told me no i was like why so I'm excited, Pastor Ben, about this podcast, and I hope you will tell your friend, share with them, Road to Restoration uh, is helping pastors, leaders, uh, 
what to do when you hit the bottom when you reach the top. So I can't wait till the next episode. Thanks, Pastor Ben. Thank you.